This message was preached as pulpit supply by Jared File. Feel free to share what you find here, and we hope that it is beneficial to you as you seek to know and follow Christ. We'll be in 1 Peter, uh, begin in, in chapter 2, beginning in verse 18 today. Um, and uh, the, the text that Tom read from uh, talked about how it, was, it is the Lord uh, that he's, he's the King of Kings, right? He's the King of Kings who raises up kings and establishes kings. Uh, he, he, he is the ruler of the universe. Um, and uh, he is the one who sets kings in place and then takes them down. Um, today's text uh, that we're going to be looking at uh, has to do with kings and rulers and authorities and emperors and powers like that. Um, which we just had an election uh, and it seems to be very hotly contested even now. Um, And I think that uh, the text that we have before us today uh, helps us to know how we are to live in the midst of that. Remember, Peter has been writing to strangers and aliens. We are strangers and aliens in this world. We are living as foreigners. Our king is in the heavens and we live as citizens of his kingdom, which will one day come on this earth as it is in heaven. But right now we live in this present evil age in which we live as citizens of another king. uh, Yet we are in in a way dual citizens. Um, we are citizens of heaven, and we are also citizens, uh, all of us in this room, we are citizens of the United States of America, right? And as dual citizens, uh, we need to know how we are to live. We are to know how we are to um, relate to uh, this, this temporary situation that we live in with, a, with earthly human governments. Now... Um, I, I, in my, with my own congregation, I had to remind them, I don't like to talk about politics. <laughs> I want to talk about God's word. And, and so many times preachers can get up and all they talk about is politics and they just kind of may, maybe play a passing uh, reference to scripture as they go along. Uh, that's, that, you guys know me. You, you, I've been around long enough. That's not the way I go. Um, but when you're an expository preacher, when you're going through the text, uh, verse by verse through the Bible, when you come to a passage about politics, you got to deal with it, right? So I'm not on any hobby horse. In fact, maybe some of the things that are going to be talked about today in this message may actually be difficult for us and including me. Uh, we live in a time when we feel like our government is intruding on our rights, don't we? Oftentimes we feel like that. We feel like our government is saying, well, they don't have any right to say, you know, we, we, we can't meet without, you know, certain restrictions and things like that. And, 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 and you know, I'm not going to get into much to, to all of that. I'm just going to try to deal with what the text says about how we're to relate to government. 
So our text here this morning, beginning in verse 13, says, Be subject for the Lord's sake to every human institution, whether it be to the emperor as supreme or to governors as sent by him to punish those who do evil and to praise those who do good. For this is the will of God, that by doing good you should put to silence the ignorance of foolish people. Live as people who are free, not using your freedom as a cover-up for evil, but living as servants of God. Honor everyone, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the emperor. Let's pray. Oh, Father, we love you. Lord, our, our desire is that we would hear your word, and Lord, that you would help us to embrace what you have to say, put our own desires and our own opinions aside, and embrace your word. Father, help us this morning um, to be fed by your word, and to know and, and to trust that you are the King of kings, and government can do nothing apart from you um, allowing it to happen. Father, we, we, we ask for your help as we try to understand this text in the midst of a hostile world. In Jesus' name, amen. It would feel like for the early Christians who, who may have uh, society against them that being told to to submit to the government might might buck our uh, feelings that 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 um, I mean think about it the the Roman uh, government at the time uh, actually probably a little bit later than this the Roman government at the time they they instituted some kind of Caesar worship. And they, they told Christians that they, they had to bow down, you know, not bow down, but burn incense to Caesar or all kinds of things. And Christians would not do that. So uh, when we look at this text, which says, be subject for the Lord's sake to every human institution, we have to remember at the outset, this is not a blanket, always obey the government no matter what. We remember also that Peter, whenever he was told early on uh, in the book of Acts, um, to stop preaching in Jesus' name, he said, we're not gonna, we're, we, we have to do what God says and not what man says, right? Um, so there are times, there are times when, when, um, um, when this, is, this is not what we do. We have to obey God rather than man. But under normal circumstances... Uh, under most situations, the way that we relate to uh, the government is to be subject to um, those institutions. He says, to every human institution, whether it be the emperor as supreme, to governors sent by him to, uh, to punish those who do evil and praise those who do good, uh, all of, uh, of those um, different um, um, human institutions... Uh, and we don't have an emperor today, right? But we have a president, right? Uh, very different relationship. We elect our president. We didn't, nobody elected the emperor. That, that was just a given. 
And, and um, by governor, governors here, it's not just talking about what we think of as a governor, like the governor of Illinois, but it's talking about every uh, authority under the emperor that, that, that goes out to fulfill uh, the governor's, um, or the, the emperor, or the, 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 the government's um, will. So we're talking about police officers. We're talking about um, governors of the state, but we're also talking about agencies. Sometimes things that we think are kind of silly and foolish, maybe. Like maybe the EPA. I don't know how you feel about the EPA, but sometimes they get to be kind of intrusive. Um, How are we to respond to those things? Under normal circumstances, uh, if, there, if, if, uh, if the government is not telling us, you've got to do something that we know is sinful, then our um, posture towards the government should be to be subject to those institutions. On whatever level it is, whether it be the supreme level or whether it be those authorities that the, that the, uh, the, the government sends uh, it, to do its, its bidding. Um, and why do we do this? He tells us in verse 13 at the very beginning, be subject for the Lord's sake. For the Lord's sake. We're not doing this um, because we're cowards. We're not doing this, uh, we're not to, to do this because... Um, we're wimps or because we're uh, just, you know, capitulating. We're doing this for the Lord's sake. We have to remember He is the King of kings. He raises up kings. He establishes kings and He takes them down. And He is sovereign over that. And so there is no government that God didn't put into place. We learn that in Romans. So every authority gets its ultimate authority from the Lord. So for the Lord's sake, um, for the Lord's sake, we ought to be submissive to the government, to every human institution. Um, now here's what it says that the governors, uh, the the the. Um, Uh, the government is to do, to punish those who do evil and to praise those who do good. You know, this is something we want, right? This is something that we desire. We want the the government to punish those who do evil, right? Uh, we, we, We don't want a vigilante system where someone commits some crime and the whole town gets together like in the old westerns and they hang him up by a tree without any kind of a trial. That's not what we want. We want there to be law and order. We want there to be a system of justice uh, so that that things are done right. And that's why there's a human government. Otherwise, it would just be chaos and mob rule. We want there to be government. Um, So government is sent so that the the, the evil will be punished. And at the same time, it says that that those who do good will be praised. Now, that may be a little bit foreign to us. Uh, We don't oftentimes have a police officer pull us over and say, I just wanted to congratulate you on your good driving. (laughs) That that does not happen, right? That that doesn't happen. Um, But 
Um, in the ancient world, uh, oftentimes, one of the things that government would do uh, would be, you know, maybe there was somebody who was a benefactor for their community, who was known for all the, the good things that they would do for their community, and maybe the government might build a statue for, for, to that person to honor the contributions that they've made to society as a whole. Um, so, and we can maybe imagine that same kind of, of thing where people are honored for their civil contributions. Okay, Um, it's not really the first thing we think of that government does, but we can kind of imagine what that would be like. Um, um, So government is is sent to do those things, to punish evil and to praise those who do good. And then Peter follows this up and says, for this is the will of God. That by doing good, you should put to silence the ignorance of foolish people. Now, here's the question. Whenever it says, for this is the will of God, is it looking back at what was said before, or is it looking forward to what's about to be said? Do, is he saying, it's the will of God that we are subject to every human institution, Or is it saying it's the will of God that by doing so we should put to silence the ignorance of foolish people? Um, There are good arguments on both sides, and I'm not going to go through any of that. But I think uh, I I lean towards that it's it's the will of God that by doing good, we should put to silence the ignorance of foolish people. In the ancient world, the early Christians were often maligned and, and slandered. Uh, because they wouldn't bow to Caesar, right? They wouldn't worship all the other gods. And the Greeks of the time, they, they may have looked and thought and thought, those, those people are being, being evil. They're not worshiping. Well, they're going to bring down the wrath of Zeus on us, right? They must not uh, want us to have good crops this year. And, and they, they would have felt that these early Christians were uh, being evil. And we can relate to that. The, the unbelieving world looks at us and says, those people think that only people who believe in Jesus are going to heaven. They must be so hateful, right? That's what they, the way they look at us. Oh, they're so bigoted. You know, they're, they're so narrow-minded. Um, uh, you know... Uh, to, to, to think that, that marriage has to be something that's, you know, rigidly defined and, and not just whatever you want it to be, you know. They, they look at that and they look at us and they, they slander us for what we believe is good. And, and what Peter here is saying that in the midst of this hostile world, one of the ways we, we live in the midst of this hostile world is to be submissive to the government be good citizens so that when people malign us for those things, we put, the, put that to silence. Well, you know, yeah, they, they, they may not worship the emperor, but you know what? They, they really do good in this community. You know, they, they, uh, uh, they're, they're not murderers. They're not doing all, all, all the breaking all kinds of laws. And, and, and we put to silence the ignorance of foolish people. That's God's will. 
God desires us to live generally as, as good citizens in this world, in this time between the times, in this present evil age, so that we put to silence those who look at us and say, well, they're doing evil. No, we're doing good. Peter tells us, live as people who are free. Not using your freedom as a cover-up for evil, but living as servants of God. Um, he reminds us, we are free. Live as people who are free. We, we are free. We are citizens of a new kingdom, and we're not bound by this world. When we obey the authorities of this world, it's not because those are ultimate. We obey the authorities of this world not because of those offices in and of themselves, but we obey the authorities in this world because we honor Christ. Because we honor the Lord. We're free. But he tells us we're not to use that freedom as a cover-up for doing evil. Okay? We might, uh, you, you can maybe imagine that. Sometimes maybe uh, someone might say, well, I'm free from the law. Right? And use that to say, well, I can just do anything I want to. I don't have to worry about any consequences. I don't have to worry about any, any penalties. I can just do whatever I want to. No, Peter warns against that. He says, yes, you are free, but you can't just do anything you want to. You still must, uh, as believers, as citizens of this other kingdom, honor Christ and honor the authorities that He's placed here in this present evil age. But living as servants of God. That's how we should see ourselves. That's how we should see ourselves. As servants of God. Not as the um, individual has, who has no accountability to anyone else. But we, are, we see ourselves as servants of God and He's the one we're to please. He's the one we're to preach. We're free! But we want to live as people who are serving God and want to please our Master, our true Master, which is Jesus. He closes by saying, Honor everyone, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the emperor. He goes from general, well, everyone, right? Everyone. Honor everyone. We can, we can honor every single human being, uh, whether they're good or evil, because everyone is made in the image of God. We, we honor, we, we're not going to treat anyone with, with dishonor. Uh, we're going to love our neighbor, love our enemies, because they're created in God's image. And, and, and Jesus died for them whether they will trust in Him or not. We honor everyone. We love the brotherhood. He's got different words for there, for those two things. How, the way we relate to the, the lost world is different than we relate to brother, uh, our brothers and sisters in Jesus. We honor everyone, but we love the brotherhood. Our, our brothers and sisters in Christ... Church members, people who, who uh, we, we, we worship the same Jesus together with. 
We love one another. And this goes back to what he said before. In chapter 1, he said in verse 22, having purified your souls by our obedience to the truth for a, for a sincere brotherly love, love one another earnestly from the heart. So he's kind of going back to what he's already said. How are we to relate to one another as Christians in this hostile evil age? We love one another. So we honor everyone. We love one another as believers. And we fear God. This isn't the first time he's told us that either. In, um, also, I believe it was in chapter 1. Uh, verse 17. If you call on Him as Father, Him who judges impartially according to each one's deeds, conduct yourselves in fear throughout the time of your exile, knowing that you were ransomed from the futile ways inherited by your forefathers, not with perishable things such as silver or gold, but with the precious blood of Christ. Okay? We, we conduct ourselves in fear. Remember, that's a fear of God. Not a fear of man, but a fear of God. And here, as he's talking about the, the attitudes we ought to have towards diff, in different spheres, we are to honor everyone, love our brothers and sisters in Christ, fear God, and then honor the emperor. Notice two things about this. One, we're not to fear the emperor. We fear God. That's exclusively reserved for God. We don't fear the government. You know... In our current situation and the way it looks, you know, we could be tempted to fear, didn't we? Um, like I said, I don't like to talk about politics, but I, I just know that many Christians, we can be fearful when we think of Biden getting into the presidency. We can be, we can be fearful. I'm just going to put it out there. Okay, uh, we can be fearful. We can be fearful that that uh, our liberties are going to be trampled on. We can be fearful that there there can be um, restrictions on our religious freedom, and that's real. But here, the t- scripture doesn't tell us to fear the emperor, to fear the government. Our fear is for God. We don't have to fear people. We don't have to fear the government. We fear God and we honor the the emperor. We honor the government. And remember, just like I started out with, when Peter was told, don't preach in Jesus' name anymore, what did he say? Should we obey God or man? There are times when we're not under normal circumstances. When the government tells us, bow down and worship Caesar... We don't do it. When the government tells us many different things that could could be violations of God's commands, if we're commanded by the government to do something that that, uh, clearly violates God's laws, then we obey God rather than man. But under normal circumstances, under, under, under... the principles of just living out uh, as, as citizens in this world, our normal posture towards the government should be to, to be subject and to honor them. 
And I'm going to get to meddling, okay? I'm going to get to meddling. I mean, uh, I sympathize. I sympathize with the way many think of, of the, the, uh, the uh, encroachments on our liberties. Um, but I see signs in yards sometimes as I drive around on my route. Things that say things like, our state governor, and there's a verb after it, which I won't even say. Okay. That's not honoring to the, to the governing authorities. And this is this may be pressing on a nerve because I sympathize with maybe maybe what the what the the as far as my my flesh goes and as far as as the 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 uh, the, the political sensibilities that I have I sympathize with that but at the same time as as believers think about the unbelieving world that that looks at that and thinks well those people are supposed to be Christians and they've got that in their yard. So we need to live this out. How do we live in the midst of a hostile world? Insofar as we are able, insofar as we, we are not being commanded by the government to, to disobey God, then we are to be subject to every human institution for the Lord's sake. And so that... When people look at us, we put to silence any accusation that they might make. We honor everyone. We love the brotherhood. We fear God. And we honor the King. Let's pray. Father, we love you. We trust that you are the King of kings who sits in the heavens and laughs at the nations as they rage. And Father, we trust that as citizens of your kingdom, we long for the days when, when you will come again and we will see the hope that we long for now and that we cling to, that hope that is incorruptible, that is imperishable, that will never fade away that is kept in heaven for us. As we live in this time between the times, help us, Lord, to honor those to whom honor is due. And help us, Lord, not to fear anyone but you. Lord, we love you. In Jesus' name, amen.